Welcome to the Ritual Cast, an exploration into the weird and wonderful world of witchcraft and spirituality. I'm your host, Sky Riley, and if you're looking for all the answers, you won't find them here. What you will find is an honest take on my witchy journey the good, the bad, and the fertile. The fertile! <laughs> we haven't had this conversation, and I don't think we should have this on the air. Fertile! <laughs> I like, this is some Easter shit, isn't it? I, yeah, I couldn't think of any anything else that was like, like what was, what was gonna get like a reaction out of you. So I just went with You're that. You're right. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna talk about spring. Yeah, the season for fucking season of fucking Twitter pated. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big word. You break out the thesaurus on this. <laughs> Twitter pated. Have you ever seen Bambi? Yeah, I've heard I've heard the word. When all the animals are like Yeah, you know, after spending all winter hibernating and stuck inside and you know, the COVID months before that, like people wanna get out. People yeah. wanna people... Oh, they can't see the motion I'm doing, but the, the Chris <laughs> Pratt fist pump thing. People do wanna You're right. <clears throat> they absolutely do. It it's gonna be a like we're going to get rid of COVID and then the fucking STD numbers are just going to fly through the <laughs> roof. <laughs> well, we went from one pandemic to another, <laughs> but this one's evident. <laughs> and itchy. We're going to find out real quick how many mar- married couples are uh, not loyal. That's this, fair. Yeah. That's that's true. Or I you won't be able to- from you. You won't be able to tell because everyone's got it. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are going to talk about Easter. Well- it's called Asara. We're going to talk a little bit about Easter, and we're going to talk about the spring equinox. They're yeah. all similar, but not the same thing. So this is all pagan stuff that the Catholics took over again? Pretty much, yeah. which right. I feel like we should touch on that also. Today, the day that we are recording, is St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. We had a super crazy weekend, so we had to wait until today, and we'll be releasing this on Friday. Mm-hmm. But since some people like, you know, are maybe going to celebrate this weekend or maybe they're not, I just wanted to touch on some stuff that's going around about St. Patrick's Day. So the way I stumbled upon this was I went online looking to see if there was like a pagan holiday connected with or or any holiday really connected with St. Patrick's Day, just because I was curious if there was like, you know, if it was like... Easter is connected with Ostara because, you know, the Christian church covered, you know, needed something to cover it up. We'll talk about that when we start talking about that. (laughs) But I saw this post that was talking about how the, you know, story about St. Patrick eliminating all the snakes from Ireland. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Was he the one with the flute? No. Oh, okay. It's the Pied Piper. Oh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> See, I learn stuff every episode. It's fucking so much better, though. I fucking love it. <laughs> fucking, I mean, by the end of what I'm going to tell you. It might as well be. It might as well be. So, basically, like, his quote-unquote claim to fame is that he banished all the snakes from Ireland, and everyone was super happy about it. So they made him a saint. So they made him a saint. So the problem is that there is a post, many posts, and not just posts, but like people that believe this, that they're, that the pagans or the snakes actually represent pagans. And that it was, it was, yeah, it was the pagans that he essentially was like, it was like the Holocaust for pagans in Ireland. Oh, they, and they killed him. Killed him and like forced him out, basically. So I was like, oh, oh shit, is just, that. Like, pushed him into the water. I mean, get out. There was like, they, there are people that were saying that today in some of the posts that I was reading. Oh. But I looked this up because we were going to record it on Friday. So I looked this up last Friday. I was like, all right, well, I want to do some research on this. So I started looking for like actual historical documents and historians talking about if this was true or not. And I found a blog post that was super interesting and linked to several um, actual documents from historians of 
that time period um, talking about these events. So I started reading through it and, you know, because I love <laughs> I love a Google hole, so I fell down one. <laughs> this, this is where you traveled? Yeah. Basically what happens is that the church, the Christian church is looking for saints, essentially, right? So they find a bunch of fucking mediocre dudes as, you know, they are wont to do. Oh, they get a new publicist and he's like, you know what we need? Yes. We need a fucking ad campaign, yo. Exactly. So We need, we need a Ronald McDonald. We need the Hamburglar. Yeah. We need yes. fucking, mm-hmm. what's the purple guy's name? Uh, Grimace? Grimace. I got you. I got you. But we got to keep it religious, so... Right, so... Away with the pagans. They needed heroes, right, for the church. So... I need a hero! They start making up all these fucking bullshit stories about these amazing things that these guys have done. (laughs) Okay. But there's no historical evidence of it actually happening. Yeah. Because nobody nobody could go check, right? There was nobody fucking fact checking the church. Nobody was fucking going to (laughs) Ireland and being like, oh, that's really not fucking happening. (laughs) You're fucking lying. Yeah. I mean, also the evidence of like, hey, we got rid of all the pagans. They go to Ireland like, you're right. There's no there's no pagans. They're gone. (laughs) Right. Fucking seriously. So what happened with St. Patrick specifically, like he was like, you know, he was a regular dude. Like he... Did he's his, just Patrick. Yeah, he's just Patrick. We just call him Patrick. So what happens is he goes to Ireland doing what men of the church are supposed to do, right? He is there to convert people. He's there to start monasteries. He's there to do, you know, his, his job. He's there to spread the word of the Lord. Exactly. So he does those things. But Christianity had already existed in Ireland for a long time, like hundreds of years before that, there's proof of Christians being in Ireland. Right. So the claim, the first claim that he's the one who originally brought Christianity to Ireland is completely untrue. That didn't happen. All of these stories that came out about him having like fucking Moses level miracle battles, like if you've ever seen... Uh, Prince of Egypt, where he's just like battling with the other like pre like the Egyptian priests. That shit never happened. Like we're talking about they they <laughs> like made this man into like Captain Fucking America for the <laughs> church. Like you, they were way- writing fan fiction essentially about this fucking boring <laughs> just, ass dude. I just picture like two priests up on stage having the equivalent of a rap battle, just quoting psalms and like. <laughs> In the stories, he's doing, like, all of these battles, right, with the Druids. He's killing anyone who opposes the Lord. But these are all stories that were made up by the church because, again, they needed some really fucking cool-sounding saints so that people would be like, neat. (laughs) Like, let's be Christian. That sounds cool. Yep. And, I mean, anyone who wasn't, you know christian at the time is like oh shit if i worship this other thing or i follow this other religion like they might fucking kill me they might fucking like kill my family they might like right do xyz populist control you know exactly so it it worked like it absolutely worked they frightened people into believing that this was accurate but what actually happened was he fucking went over to ireland he put up a few monasteries he converted a few kings, but there were pagans in Ireland a long time before him, and there were still pagans a long time after him. They're just stories, right? They're, they're fantasies, they're propaganda, essentially, that the church was spreading around. And the actual snake miracle of him, the whole like reason that everyone is up in arms about this in the first place, there were never any snakes in Ireland. No, not even one. He didn't like find one. In they the, don't like... ex- They haven't existed since like the last ice age. They don't exist. There's well, no snakes we can't in Ireland. Prove it because, you know, St. Patrick got rid of all of them. Right. <laughs> sure, Ted. <laughs> he had his life, right? The church writes all this shit about him. But centuries later, this fucking story about St. Patrick and the snakes comes out. That's separate from the stories that yeah. were already written about right. him. His fucking right, so rap wait, battles wait. and all that shit. So what you're telling me is 
the church inflated a story about a normal dude into like a miracle. Yeah. And used it to convince thousands of people that they're yeah. Okay. Right. I'm with you. But then someone else, basically a church fanboy, writes another <laughs> story about St. Patrick. Centuries after the so original we, we stories got fan from fiction, <laughs> it's basically fan fiction. That's exactly what it is. So, like, and that story is mysteriously similar to a French saint who actually did remove many, snakes many from snakes Ireland. from not from Ireland, but from the pl whatever place he was in, France? somewhere in France. Not all of France, but some some fucking town in France removed a bunch of snakes. That actually did happen and can be proven by research, you know, science. So, and history. <laughs> so, you know, by his death, he had, you know, again, converted a couple kings, put up a few monasteries, but the, the miracle never even happened. It was like they were basically like reusing like storylines at this point. It's like, you know, how everyone was like, they made Twilight and they're like, or True Blood or whatever came first. And they were like, let's make 80,000 vampire movies. Right, yeah. And we're all like, please stop. Yep. That's exactly what this was. They just fucking took something else that somebody else had already done. And then they were like, let's fucking say that St. Patrick's did that. The guy's been dead for fucking centuries. Like, yep. and there was no proof of this before yeah, so, that. So, so he's a lot less Pied Piper, a lot more Bob the Builder. Yeah, okay. exactly. If you're really concerned about... I'm not. Not you. No. If our listener <laughs> oh. <laughs> is really all that concerned about, you know, celebrating a holiday where, like, thousands of pagans were murdered, it didn't happen. It's fake. That's not real. And also, do your own research and don't just believe pictures and memes that pop up on mm -hmm. social media because I definitely was like, oh my god, this is horrible. How have <laughs> I never heard of you've never heard about it because it's not true. Yep. It's fake. So and but I mean and also like if you are somebody who believed this and have believed it for, you know, years and years and years, or someone who you trust told you this story, that's because that's exactly what the intention was. They did that on purpose. Right. Like you like not to say like, oh, you fell for it, ha ha, but like you were supposed to. Yep. That was the goal. They're just really good at being manipulative. It's the same reason that like everyone was like, yeah, Jesus was definitely born, you know, in December, which he wasn't right. if you do any sort of research on it. So. Yeah. And he was white. Yeah. So it's propaganda. And he was it's all bullshit. If you want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Go right ahead. If you're not super interested in, you know, celebrating this fucking mediocre man that existed like centuries and centuries ago, like you can also celebrate the, you know, persecution and ostracization. Ostracize? Ostrac that sounds like that was the right word. I, I think, think I was right. I think it was. Of it like, gave me a headache, but I think you're right. <laughs> like, of a ton of you know witches and pagans that was happening in other places and it's totally acceptable to be celebrating like the ones that got away and should have worked killed the work today i don't know why you didn't um but if you're not interested in any of that and you want to celebrate a little less commercially um there's a pretty cool festival um which is called the festival of maka and ku i think it's ku chilane is how you say his name um, which basically is a dude who heard like a partial prophecy, an Irish dude who heard like part of a prophecy that said, whomever first took up arms on that day would be famed forever after, only to learn that the hero would have a very short life. That was the other half of the prophecy. Nice. So you're going to be like, you're going to be famed forever, but you're going to die real quick after that. Uh, but he just responded with um, that it would be better to live but one day and one night in the world if everlasting fame was to be attached to him. Much more interesting than our boy. Uh, yeah. So, so so he hit the buzzer before the, yeah. the host finished reading off the yeah. question. Yeah. But he was way cooler. Like, so. What would you find in your mouth? Uh, Mane. What's his name? Coochalane. Oh, that was close. <laughs> you said a basically <laughs> fucking over you 
All right. So I think Anyways, we should probably get back onto our normal track. Yeah, that's my bit. But I thought it was important in case you don't have. Yeah, you know, it's it's so, it's relevant. It's a big it's thing nice that's being topical. talked about. So yeah. Do you have an announcement to make? Do I have an announcement to make? Yeah, you're part of a radio network. We were asked to by um, Paranormality Media to uh, join their podcast network. So if that's how you, they actually posted us today. Sweet. Um, so thank big, big thanks to you guys that we appreciate it. Um, and if that's how you found us, then that's pretty cool. It's a pretty, it's a pretty neat thing um, that they have a good grouping of everything and then every week they'll send you I've gotten a couple of them every week they send you um like hey there's these three episodes are out and here's what they're taught like a nice short description updates. yeah like what they're talking about so so Sweet. really good way to find new podcasts if you want to check that out if you need and, more stuff to listen to yeah so I was checking it out earlier really cool really cool all right okay now I have rocks and plants. Rocks and plants. All right. So rocks and stones. My jam. Mm-hmm. It's my jam. It's what I'm here for. It's what I'm here for. It's not why I'm here, but. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about amethyst today. All right. Love birthstone. It. Are you sure? Yep. You're not a Pisces. No, but it's the June birthstone. You're a cancer. <laughs> and? I just really love that I get to call you a cancer all the time, like at least once a week. <laughs> you just like it because it's true, and it's got a double meaning. <laughs> so, big fan of Amethyst myself. Really like them. It's one of my, my I have four bracelets. It's one of my four bracelets. Can we cover a stone you don't like? Because I feel like you've been a big fan of every single one of them. I don't know if I have one I don't like. You like all rocks? Yeah, I'm like that fucking lady that brings home like every stray animal and is just like, I love <laughs> it. Can we keep it? That's me, but with rocks. You're just a dwarf. <laughs> yes. Short in stature, loves rocks. Um, So Amethyst is uh, kind of a big deal or was kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> They're still around, aren't well, they? You're going to hear why it's not a big deal anymore. Um, so <laughs> They're retired. It's been in royal collections all over the world, like from like ancient Egypt to like they're still, uh, they still are in the British crown jewels. Uh, the Smithsonian actually has one that's like 400 pounds. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. That's a fucking big amethyst. <laughs> yeah. I like hope they keep it in a box because that shit's <laughs> putting out some fucking vibes, I bet you. Uh, bishops used to wear it on their rings because if you're... Um, Catholic, I mean, Christian too, but like purple is supposed to be the color of Jesus or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the royalty color. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, um, and for a while they were actually worth as much or more than diamonds. Uh, but then they found a fuck ton of them in South America. So supply and demand. Yeah. Supply went way up, way up. So, but that's good for us because now they're super affordable. Oh, all right. So. So the name Amethyst actually comes from a Greek story, as many things do. Basically, the story goes that there was this young woman who, in some way, shape, or form, pissed off Dionysus while he was drunk, which I feel like it's Dionysus, yeah, it was, it's, yeah, it's all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> she asked Diana, goddess of the moon, mm-hmm. if uh, for her help, and she turned her into quartz. Bitch. But then Dionysus realizes he fucked up, feels bad, starts crying, and his wine accidentally spills the wine all over the rock. Rock turns purple. <laughs> so that's it. That's the story. Yep. It uh, the name Amethyst derives from the Greek word for sober, so maybe that's why he didn't like her. Oh. He's like, you bitch, you're fucking sober. She's like, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> fucking drunken rage asshole. You quit drinking. Um, it was believed for a time that you could use the stone to keep you from getting drunk. Like you could drink a fuck ton out of an amethyst goblet and you'd never get drunk. I want an amethyst goblet. Uh, yeah, that's not happening. So, What do you mean that's not happening? How expensive is it? I 
bet it's expensive. You want to <laughs> look it up? We could look it up. I don't know if it's solid. <laughs> but uh, this one is uh, hun- is $200. $200, Ted. All They're right. really pretty, though. Anyways, crown chakra up, up on your dome. My brain. It's a master healer stone. So like one of the most common, like most universal healing stones. If someone asks you for a healing stone, Give them it's pretty safe like that this will help them. The Band-Aid brand of, of Kind of, yeah. Balancing, healing, calming, all of these things are like three, you know, three main things that, that it can do. Um, it can be used in glamour spells which I, we're going to talk about glamour spells. I keep bringing them up and then I don't tell you what they are, but I yep. promise I'm going to talk about them eventually. That's cool. I'm still over here in the dark trying to figure out where I'm at. So, <laughs> um, It magnifies your beauty. Oh, why don't I have like 50 of these? I don't, I, you'd need more, I think. We'd have to just like sew them into your clothes Listen, like citrine. Self-deprecating is funny, but being mean to me is not. <laughs> You're mean to me all the time. I know. <laughs> I know. Also helps with wealth, spiritual understanding. Um, it vibrates at a really high frequency, which should form a bubble around you of spiritual protection against negative energy. Another force field. It's a force field. That's why I said that that 400 pound one probably gives off some fucking vibes. Yeah, right. That's a big bubble. Yeah, keeping the fucking demons out. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Smithsonian is safe. <laughs> at least from negative energy. It's a really good stone for empaths uh, because of that. It'll ah. protect you from having other people's, <laughs> being forced to feel what other people feel. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something I definitely need. Yeah, we probably should get you one. Or you can just borrow mine. Good for home purification, really good for travel um, and overcoming addiction. Alleviates fatigue. Uh, honestly, I have one of these bracelets and it's, fucking strong like i always wear it when i'm like stressed or like have a lot of like negative feelings that i can't get rid of can't escape from if i'm ever just stressed beyond belief or really anxious um i put it on and it's like right away Hmm. i feel better it helps you reestablish that control um and it can help you or helps me at least um, start looking at whatever stressed me out with more clarity. So, like, you know when you're super duper stressed and it's just, like, you, there's so much stress that you can't, like, get your shit together and get organized, like, to get oh, out yeah, yeah, of yeah. being stressed? Yep. So this will help with that. Um, it's good for stomach pains, good for bad dreams, um, good for solving family discord. Um, so it's suggested for children and warring relatives. Huh. So if you have All a right. fucking shitty ass aunt that's a bitch, then you can hold it at her and be like, calm yourself. Or like, you know, the the drunk uncle who's like not funny and fun, but like mean. No, all of mine are funny and fun. Oh yeah, all mine are oh, nice. okay. I have I have cool family members. So But if you don't, because I fucking spent a lot of time on Am I the Asshole, and a lot of people got some fucking assholes around them. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, headaches, good for sleep issues, good for processing trauma. So if you have like PTSD or some sort of trauma in your life, that's a good one for you. Bring up that drunk uncle again. <laughs> um, good for your endocrine system, um, and it boosts your cell regeneration. And again, one of the most common um, and universal healing stones. All right. Seems like it's a swell dude. It's pretty sweet. And then we've got our plants. Plant time. Plant. That's lemon balm. Lemon balm. Lemon balm. So this is a plant, but you said lemon balm. Lemon balm. I'm picturing like a lotion made out of lemons. Well, we're going to get to that. So, this is represented by the moon and Venus. It's Kay. really good for cancers. Okay. Because um, it is connected with the water. It's regarded as a, or was regarded as a sacred plant, I guess still is, um, for 
Artemis and Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aphrodite, actually, her priestesses were called Melisse, I think, uh, which I think means bees. Um, and actually, the Latin name for the plant is uh, Melis- Melissa officinalis. So, makes sense, right? Nope. <laughs> the official Melissa, the official bee plant, I guess. I'm uh, sure. <laughs> so, they used to add it to wine. Um, and it was really common in many medieval cordials uh, for being a, an elixir of youth. Uh, native to Southern Europe. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you may mm-hmm. find the leaves garnishing your drink. I wish I had fucking had one of those on that drink instead of that giant nasty ass piece of basil that the fucking bitch gave me. <laughs> Tell them how you really feel. <laughs> it was so gross. It was all wilted and it covered the entire top of like she just set it in the drink. <laughs> You're likely to find it in perfumes and cosmetics. So, it sounds like it's a very floral scented very plant. Floral, yes. Floral and sweet. So this one's good for prosperity. Um, If you wear it or carry it, it will help you regulate your moods and soothe your emotions that are out of whack. Good for mending broken hearts. Um, And if you put it in your bath, it will increase your compassion for yourself, um, which basically just means that you're going to more likely to give yourself a break. You're not going to be so hard on yourself. So judgmental. It helps you with self-love. Yeah, I don't need this at all. (laughs) No, you are very fond of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I I give myself breaks all the time. (laughs) Um, It can attract uh, romance as well. If you keep it near your bed, it will combat restlessness and help with your sleep. It's the strongest when used with water. So put it in your tea, put it in bathtub water. Water. Um, also promotes just general good health. Um, it's said also to be a mild cell- sedative, um, a digestive aid to relieve gas, and it's also been used for fevers um, and to increase perspiration. Hmm. Okay. Um, sweat and it's it out. actually in the early stages of testing um, from promoting the health of the cell wall and helping with your immune system. The cell wall? Mm-hmm. So it's... Immune system stuff. Like any cell wall or? <laughs> yeah. So if you rub it on your prison cell. No, that's no, not idea. Just make, just, it small, uh, make it stronger. I mean, there's a lot of different cells that make up the human body. I'm just, you know, wondering if it's like the brain cell wall or the blood cell wall. It did wall. not say. It just said cell walls. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of cool. I haven't found anything else that was like, or yet in what episode around seven? In seven episodes, that was... Like, actually, in the middle of being tested for something, but now I'm going to be looking for those. So hmm. I thought that was interesting. Okay, are you ready to talk about the holiday that is this weekend? Easter. No, Easter is not this weekend. Oh. <laughs> Easter is oh, April something. April 3rd? I don't know. Shows how much I pay attention. It's in April this year. Um, <laughs> So story time once when i was in middle school my mom was a second grade teacher my mom still is a teacher but specifically (laughs) this year she was a second grade teacher in the school that i was in and she had um you know as as teachers do she had all the days of the year like wrapped around the top of her classroom so it was my job to go around and on the days that were holidays, put like something special next to them. Most holidays happen on the same fucking day every year or happen on the same type of day every year. So like right. Thanksgiving is like, what, the third Thursday of every month or something yeah. like that? Last Easter Thursday. is impossible. It's impossible to figure out or at the time. Now, yeah, it's like what is it the like the fourth Thursday after the first full moon of March? It's a Sunday. Or some it has shit? to be a Sunday, oh, yeah, so Sunday. it has to be like it's based on the moon, and there's there's like eighty thousand rules about like when Easter is. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. Yeah. How can it be somebody's birthday? Compl- or re rising or 
death day. Death day. That's uh, the technically, day. I guess it would be a re. You're right. It would be his. It's the day he rose, yeah, right? His, yeah. So it's not his. Yeah, three days before. But it's always different. It's always different every year. You have no idea what it's going to happen. So, right. yeah, just that one's weird. So, it's not Easter. This weekend is the festival of Ostara. O s t a r a. Ostara. Isn't that weird how that sounds like Easter. Weird. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> um, Ostara is the celebration of the spring equinox. Um, it is a um pagan, also Wiccan, it's on the wheel of the year um celebration. It symbolizes the end of the long cold winter and the coming of the sun. We celebrate the light once again, conquering the darkness. The day man, fighter of the night man. Yeah. <laughs> um so this is like the reverse side of winter is coming. Right. This is spring is coming. Yeah. Exactly. Technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it coincides with the first day of spring. So, yeah. So yeah, which is Monday, no, Sunday, it's Saturday. It's Saturday, literally, is Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Basically, this is going to be the time for when we celebrate rebirth and renewal, which is why it's often connected to fertility ceremonies and fucking fucking. So. And I'm going to tell you why. So the word Astara is believed to come from the West Germanic goddess of um, Aoster. Aoster? Aoster. Aoster, I think is how you say it. Which sounds also remarkably like Easter. You're right. That's why I just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, And actually... uh. The West Germanic goddess would have come from like the West Saxon, Mercia, Northumbria area. So oh, okay. we've been watching Vikings. Yeah, so that's the uh, eastern and southern coast of a uh, Great Britain. Yeah, and you'll have to forgive me, listeners. I have a very scratchy throat because the allergies are getting to me lately. Trees are waking up. Happy spring. Yeah. Here's <laughs> my eyes itch. <laughs> my voice is dry. Everything's fucking, even the trees. Um, either way, she, Aoster, celebrated uh, in April by the pagans of the country. Uh, but these traditions um, were, of course, replaced by the Christian church's Easter celebration, which happens to be the celebration of Jesus' resurrection. Funny how often those things seem to coincide. Yeah, weird. Rebirth, coming of spring, and into death or winter. Yeah. It just re- fits right in. Which is why slap they... a Jesus sticker on it. We'll call it good. <laughs> That's why they did it. Many cultures uh, are going to celebrate the spring equinox, um, and the Wiccan uh, and pagan Astara is very similar uh, to many of them. And actually, I'm going to talk about the ways that some different cultures celebrate their spring equinox. This is going to be a time, or would have been a time, when the farmers would begin planting. And when, you know, your whole fucking life is dependent on those crops growing well so you don't fucking starve to death in the winter months, it's kind of a big deal mm-hmm. to do whatever needs doing to help those seeds yeah, along. Right. Like, that's why, right? So let's talk about some of the symbols of Asara. So I always thought that it was really fucking weird uh, that for Easter we had bunnies and eggs. Like, what the hell does that have to do with Jesus? Yeah. Um, but it actually does make a lot of sense. Um, again, Jesus rising from the dead is very similar um, to many other religions and their spring story. So we're going to talk about why. So first one is going to be the bunny. Mm-hmm. Our friend, the rabbit. Yep. Easter bunny brought me chocolate and gummies and basket. <laughs> so. Marshmallows. <laughs> Do you like peeps? Are you one of the people that likes mm, peeps? I like one peep. A peep. Yeah, any more peeps than that, and my stomach's like, yo, bro, cut it out. We're not fucking 12 anymore. <laughs> fucking throw up in all the pastel colors yeah, of the rainbow. Just, so this particular species of rabbit in the West Germanic area was um, normally nocturnal, but in March, they're fucking everywhere fighting and fucking. No, they're literally fucking anywhere. Like well, you said it. But Yeah, So, but <laughs> in March, they're like out during the day. It was as if they were gone, and then 
only around in March. Yep. So hence the idea of the March hair, which basically just means you're fucking nuts, like crazier as a, like crazier mm-hmm. than a March hair. Yep. Came from you know, I guess he just wanted to fuck. I I didn't know that that was the reason that he was crazy until this week. But <laughs> um, the females can also get pregnant with a second litter while they're already pregnant with the first one. Okay, that's talent. Yeah. So, like, as a symbol for fertility goes, that's, that one's real hard yeah. to beat. That's a yep. good one. You're pregnant squared. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Could, could you imagine that kind of strain? Mm. You're pushing a kid out and you still have a four-month, like... Mm-hmm. You're entering your second trimester with another We're one. Not done yet. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, and actually, many goddesses in many different cultures um, and religions have the hare or a rabbit as their symbol animal, um, and many of them are also connected with the moon. Again, fertility cycles, um, and even Easter is determined by the moon, as we talked about earlier. Yep. There's actually several stories connecting um, goddesses and rabbits. Um, one was really cute uh, that I read was about how um, Aoster was coming uh, back and melting everything, and she notices a snowbird and its wings are frozen to the ground, and she turns him into a rabbit, and he's able to flee away from the hunters, but he still lays eggs because he was once a bird. Um, and then another mm-hmm. one is about a goddess coming to visit, and all the animals are gathering presents for her. Um, and all the rabbit has to his name is one single egg, so he paints it, and he gives it to her, and she chooses him as her animal because he gave her all he had. So, are are we sure that they didn't like mix this up with the platypus? <laughs> Maybe. Can like, I don't. Wham! You're a mammal. <laughs> Almost. Whoops. <laughs> Fucking platypus. Platypuses. Platypi. The reason that an egg is a symbol of Easter is that it is essentially a seed. Easily broken. What? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a seed. Uh, it contains the potential for new life and represents rebirth and fertility for that reason. Or breakfast. Be careful when you're digging into new deities um, to do your research and be respectful. You don't want to piss off a fucking deity. It's not, non- yeah. it shouldn't be high <clears throat> on your list of things to do. Um, but just a few that you could research if you want um, from a couple different backgrounds. Um, one called the Maiden, Persephone, of course, uh, the Green Man, Osiris, um, Ares, Dionysus, Venus or Aphrodite, Narcissus, um, the Horned Man, Thor, and Pan, mm-hmm. to name a few. So how are we going to celebrate? Well, we personally. Fuck. <laughs> no, you don't know. Oh, what? It's our first year. <laughs> You don't know what we're going to do. Oh, are you sure? I mean, yeah, that's probably going to happen. <laughs> um, Over under on fucking is... Wow, well, Yeah, pretty... It's, it's high. Yeah. So um, my uh, biggest thing about celebrating most holidays is going to be food. I am a kitchen witch at heart. Uh, love, love putting, you know, my magic into cooking. That's where I feel the strongest um so i'm gonna make a big old big old meal and i don't know i don't know what else we're gonna do i had a, I have a couple ideas but i haven't i haven't ironed them all out yet so but here's some suggestions i got a whole list for you if you need some suggestions um plant seeds both literally and figuratively um, it's a perfect time to set your intentions um, and get your garden growing. Wow. So I was like, really? More fucking? I mean, I guess if you're trying to get pregnant, it might be the best <laughs> time. But if you made some resolutions, you know, back in at the end of 2020, it's time to start, you know, getting started on them. Start putting your plans in motion. Mm-hmm. Start cultivating that. Yeah. A couple episodes back, we we're like, hey, look, you know, like if you're feeling a little too, uh, too much pressure? Well, now it's time to release yeah. the uh, <clears throat> pressure. So one of the things I'm doing, I guess, I just remember this. Tomorrow, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be tonight. I'm doing a virtual um, ritual for Astara that my local metaphysical store puts on. And I'm super excited about it. So really pumped. I'll let you guys know how that goes when we get done with it. Can they join? Can you drop a 
invite? Um, it might be full, uh, but if oh. you're interested in joining, um, the company is called Tangled Roots Herbal, and you can check them out on Facebook, and they're amazing and have awesome stuff that you can actually purchase online in their online store if you want, um, but they do... We've been doing a lot of these um, Zoom rituals, and it's they're really cool, really, really fun. Okay, number two, eggs. Eggs. Paint them, write your wishes on them, bury an egg at the entrance to your home for abundance this year and in your garden to help it grow. Cook with eggs, eat them, yeah. fertilize Hard your- boil them, <laughs> over easy them, <laughs> scramble them. What else? Fry. Top serve. <laughs> Put them in your cup and just drink them down. <laughs> Raw? No. Fucking guest on it. No, thanks. <laughs> right to the No, dome. sorry. That's fucking gross. <laughs> um, you can actually fertilize your plants with eggshells. So. Oh, get some so what, calcium? What the hell makes cool. up an eggshell? That's a good question. I don't know what, what makes up an eggshell. Is it like enamel? It's my guess. I'm going to look it up. Eggshell is made almost entirely of calcium carbonate. I don't know what that, that is. Neither do I. <laughs> C-A-C-O-3. One calcium, one carbon, three oxygen. That's called calcium carbonate. So eggshells, snail shells, seashells, and pearls are oh. all the same thing, really. Cool. You know, I did not know that. Like, See, you're teaching me stuff, too. I, I Googled it. <laughs> so did I. Google taught me. Google teach me, teaches me lots of things. Yeah. So eggs, lots of eggs. Boil them, mash them, stick them in his tube. No, those those are taters. <laughs> um, fucking spring cleaning. Go Marie Kondo on your ass. Uh, I meant to say go Marie Kondo on your house, but you could totally go Marie Kondo on your ass too, <laughs> I guess, if you wanted to. <laughs> womp, womp. All right, that, that was stupid. That Easter anima. Yeah, wow, damn. <laughs> Woo! Something, that was some, it's not Easter. That Easter anima. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but if it doesn't bring you joy, thank it for its time. Let it go. <laughs> Now's the time to break up with your boring boyfriend. <laughs> That's for real, though. Or a job. Uh, give your house a nice deep cleaning. Throw those windows open. Let all that stuffiness out that you buttoned up with the winter. Oh, yeah. Let it out. We're I, don't opening. Where, I don't know where you guys are, but... It's, it's nice weather here. It's starting to get nice up here. And that's what we're doing this weekend for sure is throwing open all these goddamn windows and doors. You can have a tea party or a picnic. Being outdoors and soaking up the fresh air, feeling the ground that's beginning to thaw. Uh, bathing in the sun. That is a really great way to ground yourself and plant yourself, if you will. Pretend right. you're a plant and photosynthesize. Yeah, get a tan. Yeah. <clears throat> um, flowers add them into your home use them in your altar put them in your tea use floral scents in your house maybe your perfume lots of flowers 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 um, and then what to cook so besides eggs which I already mentioned um, use honey any sprouted greens um, that are like leafy and fresh um, you can bake, use, you can use wild mushrooms, uh, lemons, soybeans, um, roasted ham with pineapple is apparently a thing, um, fresh fruit, sweet wine, lamb. So I'm going to make a, a, a lamb, Ooh. not a whole lamb, but I'm going to make a piece of a lamb. <laughs> um, and I'm going to make deviled eggs. Uh, another thing to use is dairy so i'm gonna make the most amazing mac and cheese in the world mostly just because if it's any celebration whatsoever ted makes me make it so also sorry vegans not not sorry i'm sorry but not sorry <laughs> what else i think i was making something else what else am i making i don't know don't ruin the surprise we'll, just, we'll call it good with oh, that okay. okay um and then decorate with baskets budding twigs bunnies chicks pastels clover ribbons so so the basket thing, is this like a, a collection of all of these newly sprouted flowers and things like that? Is that why it's associated with the yeah, holiday? Yeah, I think it's like, because, you know, to to weave a basket, you usually need, like, 
the really like bendy bendy green yeah. twigs cattail plants yeah. and all of that crap mm-hmm. like you gotta weave it with like the new grasses and stuff like that to weave it with love weave it with love do it uh, make a bird feeder or feed the birds but don't feed bread to birds it's yeah. not good for it them swells up in their stomach and then they die yes bread is bad for birds yeah feed them you can feed them greens Seed. you can feed them seeds there's lots of things that are okay to feed birds, but you shouldn't feed them bread. Worms, bugs, feed and them then, those things. And uh, then cleanse your tools. <laughs> Masturbate. <laughs> I mean, it's fertility, so really if you're going to masturbate, you should be doing it with someone else. <laughs> but... Yeah, but all right. <laughs> it's not masturbating. So what was the last episode, two episodes ago? Masturbate. Now it's like, all right, stop. All right, stop all right. by yourself. Quit yeah. the practicing. Now it's time to stop practicing and put it into action. It's time to get busy. I'm going to fucking have so many people sending me messages like, I got pregnant. Why did you give me this shitty advice? I'm sorry. Listen, if you're old enough to fuck, you're old enough to know that fucking makes babies. Mm-hmm. That's, that's on you, listener. So do you want to hear about how different cultures celebrate spring? The spring equinox? Do I get a choice? No. <laughs> you can either leave and I'll talk about it or... <laughs> then I will happily sit here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you remember what I said a couple episodes ago about nope. um, people drinking the juniper cordial to thicken their blood? Do you remember that? Vaguely. When, like, I told you that that was the... There was a certain time of year when they would drink it so that they would... Like, not need as much food, like, going into the winter. Remember I said that there was another side of that? So the other side is drinking dandelion or burdock root or a mixture um, cordials around this time to cleanse their blood and get it ready for summer where they'd be out in the hot sun all the time and it needs to be thinner. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. All right. Um, In Iran, it's actually the new year. So they clean their homes and they fix things that need uh, repairs. They also paint their houses. All right. Um, They make a variety of foods that symbolize beauty, good health, patience, and prosperity, as well as um, using spring flowers and sprouting seeds that symbolize rebirth. Similarly, in Uzbekistan, um, they are also celebrating a new year and they eat a dish called, I think it's called sumalak. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering this. I'm just I'm a white person I sorry I I'm never the heard the word before or right it, it's spelled in a language that right I just feel like it's like just such a fucking white people thing to butcher any other language yeah, well, and even our own what, what so, do they speak there Arabic maybe uh, sure I don't know yeah. in Uzbekistan I'm not sure Uzbeki mm. see look I'm just being ignorant um <laughs> yeah, what whatever it is, we're definitely probably most likely pronouncing it wrong. Right. Um so they they eat a dish called sumalak um which is made from germinated wheat and it takes a whole night to cook it. I feel like we watched an Anthony Bourdain episode about that. Right. Um in Turkey, they light bonfires. Uh in Japan, uh people visit the graves of family members um and they like Clean the burial sites, um, replace the flowers, clean the gravestones, leave offerings um, for their ancestral spirits. Um, And the festival actually goes on a week. um, And during this time, they have lots of family gatherings and lots of food. This one's my favorite. The Polish say, fuck winter (laughs) by symbolically burying winter. And I'm going to tell you how. They take all the snow. They dig a hole. No. Throw it in it. <laughs> Put all the dirt back on top. <laughs> no, actually. The uh, the children, they make straw effigies uh, of Marzana, the ice maiden. They dress her in a wedding gown and put a wreath on her head, and then they throw her into a river or lake or set her <laughs> on fire. Bye. That's a lot better than you know, my <laughs> other alternative, which is killing Santa. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And whenever she's gone, so the the drowned in the river or burnt up, <laughs> uh, they collect flowers and branches and decorate them with ribbons and beads to welcome the new season. So, all right, all right. 
I just like I searched a bunch of stuff um, and that was the most like fuck winter I've ever seen but it's <laughs> Poland so I mean I, I get it yeah winter probably really sucks there what do you mean probably <laughs> fucking wasn't it Poland that Hitler was like nope or was it Russia yeah Russia was like absolutely not yeah Poland yes. they just they, I'm pretty sure they're the ones that they invaded and caused World War II Oh, maybe. I don't know. I fucking, I'm so sorry. We're butchering history also. This has just been a f- clusterfuck. Either way, I think it's hilarious and way to go Poland for just, because that's <laughs> how I feel at the end of winter too. I want to fucking burn shit. And then in India, um, this, the Hindi celebration of um, Holi uh, marks the arrival of spring. That's the uh, one with the brightly colored powders that they just- Oh, the fun one? Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that. Um... Or you just be minding your own business eating lunch and then some kid just blap yellow on your face and then blap blue in your food and you're like, all right, I'm part of the festival. Yeah, and then they'll throw water on you so it just really gets in there. <laughs> it sucks into your clothes and your shoes. Um, but they throw water all over each other um, in celebration of fertility and love and they also burn wood um, and dung cakes to symbolize the triumph of good over evil. Okay. So that's, that's, you know, some, if you're looking for some other options, um, I, I kind of, I was thinking about it, um, because just because I celebrate a certain, you know, a certain holiday or a certain festival doesn't necessarily mean that you're interested in that. So I wanted to give you some like other options for how you might want to celebrate a spring equinox of your own. So that's how they do it in a couple of different cultures. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I got. All that's right. Got for you. Very topical. Very topical. And head of schedule. Finally, we're ahead of schedule. <laughs> we didn't release this like a week after. Right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know what we forgot to talk about? Our bad. All right. So... Well, what else do we have to uh, take care of today? That's it, I think. That's it? I think that's no, it. Uh, no card? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Quickly, hurry. We're running out of time. We're not. I'm just... Don't fucking hurry me. Chop, chop. I'm going to chop you. All right, special listener. This one's for you. Actually, this one I'm going to ask. Oh, you're going to gonna ask a question we're gonna ask for a message for spring okay message for spring the star i don't think i've ever pulled this card before so i do not know what it means Mm. the star a message for spring regaining hope faith in the future inspiration finding the still silent place within your being of serenity tranquility amid trouble harmony Offering without reservations, sharing, and being generous. I mean. I mean, I don't know if I could have pulled a better card. That's like, duh. Yeah. Damn. All right. Star, Astara, Easter. <laughs> and you watched me shuffle them. Yeah, I did. That was legitimate. There was. This wasn't like the fifth take. <laughs> First try. You are becoming very powerful. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your friends to listen as well. Yeah. We're writing some blurb somewhere on the internet. Some blurb. Uh, Sending us messages, whatever you do. Thanks. Do you. We appreciate you. Okay, bye. Happy Astara.